Okay, what's going on, good people? It's Mr. Shy, and we're back for another episode for the podcast. This episode right here is sports news. I know I, I've been kind of messing up with sports news, man. It's just been, it's just been kind of like a tiring uh, few days. So I've been kind of busy. So, um, you know, we're working, trying to get some stuff done. But with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and jump right into sports news. So, like you know, I cover um, certain parts of the sports news, which is usually mostly the football segments, and I may cover the the fighting segment. You just got to give me a minute for the fighting segment. So let's go ahead and get it started. So you always know we started with the college ball, and then we work our way to the professional level. So let's go ahead and get it started. So the college games, we'll read off the, you know, the top 25. We always do top 25 because it makes it easier on myself. We've had... um. Last week, we had number 24, Houston, being Memphis, 31-13. Number one team in the nation, UGA beat Charleston uh, South, 56-7. Number two, Alabama faced off against number 21, Arkansas, in a close game, 42-35. Number 23, Utah, upsetting number three, Oregon, 38-7. We've had number four, Ohio State. Against number seven, Michigan State, with Ohio State putting a beating and just massacred Michigan State 56 to 7. Number five, Cincinnati versus SMU, beating them 48 to 14, blowing them out the water as well. Number six, Michigan, beating Merlin 59 18, another big beating. Number eight, Notre Dame, beating Georgia Tech 55 to 0, a fat whooping zero. Number nine, Oklahoma State, beating Texas Tech with another goose egg, 23-0. Clemson upsetting number ranked 10 in the nation, Wake Forest, 48-27. Number 11, Baylor beating Kansas State, 20-10. Ole Miss, ranked number 12, beating Vanderbilt, 31-17. Oklahoma with a close game against Iowa State. They're currently ranked 13, beating them 28-21. BYU currently ranked 14. Being Georgia Southern 34-17. Wisconsin ranked 15. Being Nebraska 35-20. Another close game. Uh, number 16. Texas A&M beating PV A&M 52-3. Number 17. Iowa being Illinois 33-23. Pittsburgh ranked 18. Beating UVA 48-38. SDU. SDSU. Ranked 19, beating UNLV, 20-20. NC State, ranked 20, beating Syracuse, 41-17. UTSA, currently ranked 22, beating UAB via field goal, 34-31. Number 25, Mississippi State, beating Tennessee State, 55-10. Now, as you just heard, that... Those uh, teams that I said got upset at Wake Forest and Oregon are in getting uh, the beating on Michigan State. These three teams were playoff uh, credible until these losses. Now, Oregon, um, their loss came for a, was more of an emotional victory for Utah. If you don't know, uh, one of the two players who were best friends or maybe best friends or friends, were gunned down. One player was gunned down last year, December, and the friend took his number 
and went with number 22. And then a few months ago, he was shot and killed as well. And so this was a very big emotional win where they're going to go out and beat. They beat Oregon. I looked at the Oregon game of that day. I got to, like I told you uh, last week on Sports. I got to really sit down and watch um, the sports segment really, really well. And those, a lot of those games, they were just not good games. I was watching the Clemson game and the Ohio State game. I literally went from the Clemson game to look at the Ohio State game, and I just was watching. I seen the play where they just bombed it down the field, and I was like, oh, my God, you know what? This ain't going to be a game today for them. And that's exactly what happened for them. So all three of those teams, Wake Forest, Oregon, and Michigan State, are no longer playoff credible anymore, which means with two losses, they are out of the playoff race. So that's what happened. Now, Wake Forest, Wake Forest was really looked at to beat Clemson. Even I thought they might beat Clemson, but Clemson came out firing on very good. They played very well defensively. Defensively, they played very well. Now, mind you, they started giving up a lot of points, maybe like in the second half, but that's more so, you know, what I'm always going to say. The running game, the, the running game, I'm going to say this, the running game really helped Clemson out. The defense really came through. But the turnover battle is what really messed Clemson up. Like, Kobe Pace, like, getting stripped for the ball. And then, you know, DJ just making a really, really bad read. Um, he's getting better as a quarterback. But I just think he just needs to learn to clean up a lot of those messes. But I also got to give him a little credit. Because, I mean, the man got a – his whole hand is hurt. Like, his, his finger, where he's supposed to throw the ball, is hurt. So, I understand, it, you know – that that's what it is, but you know, just got just gotta clean up the the miscues. Um there may have been some blown coverages, there may have been some penalties, some penalties not called, but all all in all, uh Wake Forest did just did not show up in the second half. Um that that that's the main thing. That's what happened for them. They just did not show up. Um and which is bad is that Michigan State, I saw the uh the prepping the coach was giving to his team. And it's kind of sad, man. Like, you gave them that big of a prep just for them to go out there and get their tail just massacred. And they got to ride the bus, the long bus all the way back home, you know, holding their heads down because now they're no longer able to play in the playoffs. And um, that's a really good uh, that's a really good Ohio State team. I have to give it to them because I they, they've really played, which – they really played like their hearts and their hearts out, and um, give it up to them as well. Now Alabama, I, I don't know what's going on with Alabama, but there is just like there is just too they're playing way too many close games. This could have been another Texas A and M game on their hands, playing with Arkansas. Like Arkansas really like got a fake field goal, like and this shit was actually successful, and it, it they ended up winning this game. Now I'm gonna tell you this. Defensively, Alabama has to step up. In two weeks, you're going in this week, including this week, December 4th, they're going to face off against number one ranked Georgia. You cannot go out there where your defense is just giving up points like that. And you cannot, you just cannot go out there against that, that damn defense that Georgia has. Because, like I said, I saw the defense because I'm like a Clemson fan. We played them first. Yes, we were one of the few teams that held the offense underneath, but people say, oh, the players are hurt. Next man up, bro. Next man up. A lot of their teams has been hurt, but this is this is all I'm saying right here is that you, you got to get down the field. You, you can't have a Bryce Young who's scared to run the ball 
or who's just like you know he, he wants to he wants to just throw it down the field you, you gotta have players who also catch the ball like you got players just out there just not performing to the this part they're supposed to be playing at like you, you want to play at Alabama you need to sh- you need to show that you know you want to play there like you got a lot of players who have a lot of talent but they're not showing their talent you know because that's what I'm saying like you, you almost got upset by another team that has been kind of like been playing like ass this week this this year a little bit so i'm just being real about it also dan mullins was fired from florida and which i i say that that doesn't come as no shocker because dan mullen it just has not been a good a good coach this year like he just i think he was looking for an excuse to get out of alabama but all in all he he, he really not alabama i mean florida and he really he really he really destroyed the florida foundation um, I, I don't see him getting a head coaching job um, next year. He may get like a assistant, maybe like like a backup coaching job. I don't know. Also, Steve Sarkeesian, I don't know what he's got going on in Texas, but he started off red hot. But after that Oklahoma loss, they, they've kind of been like lost their their steam. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen to him this year. Like he was really high hopes, but then it's just like his team has not been performing to what they thought they were going to be. And mind you, and like a year or two, they're going to be joining the SEC. So he's going to probably be going up against a lot of these people that he went up against. He's going to get demolished if he does not get that team up to par. That's all I got to say about that. But moving on to the NFL, we've had a lot of games that just ended like on a weird notes, uh, especially in my point of view. Like some games just were going back and forth. There was a lot of upsets this uh, this week. So, so let's go ahead and get it started. Patriots blowing out the Falcons, where I think they literally put out all the three quarterbacks. Every quarterback threw an interception. Um, twenty-five to zero. The, the, the Falcons are, are not making comeback. I'm just gonna say this: Matt Ryan needs to go ahead and just give it up after this year. I'm sorry, Matt, Matt Ryan. He's a very good quarterback, but they need to start training up the next man up because I, I think he's just gonna end up on a bad note. Ever since that Super Bowl, it's just been bad for him. The Ravens went out there with a backup, Tyler. Uh, uh, what the freak is his name? Uh, shoot, what the heck is his name? This this dude's name, uh, Tyler Huntley, and Huntley was able just to run the ball. And he got like two hundred yards. No, they weren't really able to run the ball. They managed to get down the field with two hundred, with him getting like two hundred yards, um, passing. But all in all, this was a really bad game. And I'm going to really tell you why the Chicago Bears lost against the Ravens, 16-13. Uh, to 13. They needed to put out freaking whatchamacallit. They needed to have put out Andy Dalton. Justin Fields was just, just I'm sorry, but it's just like the, the league got something against that man. Uh, so let's run through the next ones. Vikings upsetting the Packers with a, with a game-winning, game-winning field goal, 34-31. The Colts upsetting the Bills, 41-15. Browns beating... The Lions, um, 13-10. Washington upsetting the Panthers, 27-21. to We're going to talk about that one. The Texans beating the Titans, 22-13. Uh, 49ers beating Jaguars, 30-10. Dolphins beating the Jets, 24-17. Eagles beating the Saints, 40-29. Bengals beating the Raiders, 32-13. Uh, Chiefs beating um, the Cowboys, 19-9. Cardinals beating the Seahawks 23-13. Uh, Chargers winning against the Steelers 41-37 with game-winning touchdown drive. Uh, Buccaneers beating the Giants 30-10. Now, 
uh, like some of the, some of these games just did not make no sense. The 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 Vikings and Packers was going back and forth down the field, but it's just like that last drive uh, they managed to get down the field. But it's just because the Packers got they tried to get started too late. That's what happened with that. They started way too late. The the Colts are just ran up and down the field on the Bills. So that that's what happened there. But the Texans, nobody expected Tyrod Taylor to ball out like that. They uh, also the the Titans have cut Adrian Peterson. It's kind of sad because you know that's like you just brought this man in here for like a couple games and then you just cut him. I guess they were hoping that he would just show up, but it's like, bro, your whole offense was built around built around one player, um, Derrick Henry. You you're not going. You don't have a Derrick Henry. You have an Adrian Peterson, an elusive back, not just a power elusive back. He may have some power, but he's not like a Derrick Henry. Um, Cowboys offense did not show up against the the Chiefs. Too many drop passes, uh, miscues. Dak Prescott just getting like, just taken down like every single time. Like he, they would get get some progress. He was just getting pushed backwards. Ezekiel Elliott did not show up. Um, Amari Cooper was out for COVID. C.D. Lamb got dealt a concussion. This was just not a good game. It's not a good game for the Chiefs either because they were just they were not playing really good ball either. Patrick Mahomes not trying to get rid of the ball, causing cause a turnover too. Uh, Steelers versus Chargers. Steelers, the, the stuff, despite the fact that they had a banged up defense, they did very well. But it's just like you just kept giving big plays. We didn't need to. Justin Herbert literally was just running for third down conversions. Literally, that's all he did. If he couldn't find it, he couldn't find a check down, he ran it down the field. And Steelers defense really was able to stop them in several different parts. But then it's like the offense would get the, the points. But the thing is, I'm, I see it, keep saying it again. The Steelers would have been fine if they got a goddamn field goal. I keep saying this all the time. Tom, Mike Tomlin wants to be aggressive when he doesn't need to be aggressive. Keep the game close so you don't have to sit here and fight every single damn drive. Once again, running a fake, trying to go for it. But you don't put no fucking tight ends. You got big boys on the line. You got big boys on the line. You got a freaking Derek Watt who's just sitting on the bench. Riding the bench all year, but you do not give give them any like means to like just push the push the line. Like you you got all these players, but you keep running the same damn thing. Also, Kendrick Green needs some help. That's why I said you need to put a tight end on like another like blocking tight end on the line. Keep it too tight end. Like if cause cause good God, this man is just getting blown up. Like this man keeps getting pushed backwards. Like every every other drive. Like he's he's not he's really struggling. Um, the Raiders, I don't know what's happening. It's like ever since the loss of, um, John Gruden and the loss of Henry Ruggs III, they have just been, they have really fallen off. Um, and I I don't know what's going to happen with them. Uh, you also have Washington Redskins. I mean, damn, Washington football team. Yeah, even I messed up because I still remember them as the Redskins, bro. You got to cut me some slack. It's hard sometimes. Um, they beat the Panthers with a returning Cam Newton going up against his former head coach who released him. Ron Rivera, who's also released by Carolina, coming in and beating him with Taylor Heineke, who almost got completely just broken in half at one point. But Taylor Heineke did what, did what a veteran quarterback should do. Hang in there and do, do what you need to do. This man is coming off of big wins. 
He's come up with some really big wins. Him beating uh Tom Brady the week before. Now he's beating a a, a revamped Cam Newton. I don't know. T- the Washington football team can probably make a comeback, but you know they're also suffering from some really good good losses on defense. You know they won't have a Chase Young to really help them out. So I don't know how far they'll get. Um. You know next year, but. Some some teams are really struggling right now. Uh, Chicago Bears, um, Justin Fields is out because he's going to be dealing with with bruised ribs. But it's just like, I, I don't know. Justin Fields is just like, he looked good in college, but it's just like he does not have any really good offensive weapons. He's just like uh, Trevor Lawrence. Because everybody keeps talking about Trevor Lawrence is trash, but it's like, I don't think it's just that. I'm not trying to say that it's just like Clemson player. It's the same thing I'll say for Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson did really well in BYU, but it's like he's playing on the Jets. Now the Jets are doing very good with the, with the, the their their backup quarterback. But it's like okay, you've balled out on two games, but that does not tell me anything. Like sometimes there really is some good backups. Taylor Heineke is a backup. Remember, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick was actually supposed to be the starting quarterback, but and we all worried about if the Washington football team was going to be any good. They're actually doing very well with Taylor Heineke after you know getting settling settling things down. But it's just like. We have no real idea about what's going to happen going forward, but we're gonna see. We're gonna have to wait and see. Um, like I, I just got done listening to one of my favorite like uh, channels, um, Jesse Adonis. He said, "I think so." Going off of what happens this week and next week, um, <clears throat> there's going to be no more bye weeks. So basically, everyone's going to be basically playing a game, and they're basically a lot of do or die games for a lot of teams, like the Steelers. The Steelers have to basically win the rest of their games. And a lot of those games are divisional games. They got to play the Bengals and Browns again. And they got to play the Ravens. Um, so that's four divisional games. They got to win those games. And they got to play the Chiefs, who are finally making some footing now in the AFC. Chiefs also got to win because they had a very, very slow start. They have really have a very slow start. And it's, you know, it, it's really starting to show, so. They 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 gotta start make making uh making some ways making some moves for themselves, um. And we gotta see that too. Um. Shoot. Uh. Also, the Giants fired Jason Garrett, which is very funny. Uh, it's like that man just could not. He couldn't do nothing against this other this uh Buccaneers team. So it's like I don't know what's gonna happen to him. But there are some people who really need a really good. Like some really good coaches out here. He might just would have just like take a back burner, like cut somewhere and go somewhere that actually help him like get his resume back up. But I don't know. So let's go ahead and run through the last, the next week's games. Um, it is Thanksgiving today, so a lot of these games teams will be playing today. You got Bears versus Lions, um, Raiders versus Cowboys, Bills versus Saints today, and then Sunday you have Steelers versus Bengals, Panthers versus Dolphins. Uh, Eagles versus Giants, Titans versus Patriots, uh, Falcons versus the Jaguars, uh, Buccaneers versus Colts, Jets versus Texans, Chargers versus Broncos, Vikings versus 49ers, Rams versus Packers, uh, what else we got? We got Browns versus Ravens, and you got Seahawks versus Washington. So those are going to be the games that play uh, next week. So we're going to have to really uh, see what what happens. Uh, 
with the shoot. Sorry, somebody's messaging me at the same time uh, as I'm doing this. So if I get distracted, that's all it is. But shoot, uh, man, what? Man, I, I ain't gonna read that right now. Um, so <clears throat> we we're gonna go ahead and try to like get uh an idea of what happened with the um the uh, the boxing match between uh Sean Porter versus Terrence Crawford. Uh, so. The the match ended in the tenth round with the finish came at a minute and twenty one seconds. This is the first time in Porter's career that he has been stopped. Shoot, and this this really puts up uh, Crawford, who's thirty eight and zero with twenty nine knockouts, with Porter thirty one wins, four losses, one draw with seventeen knockouts. Uh, but it looked like it came with a TKO in the tenth round, with a uh, Crawford uh, giving two knockdowns in the tenth round, leading to Porter's father trading Kenny Porter throwing the towel. So basically, the fight got stopped because of the father not wanting to see his son. Basically, you know, you know, wanted to die in the ring. And we also got Isaac Dogbo. Um, he won by points versus Christopher Diaz. But let's let's see if we can get down there and figure out all the. Um, so that happened, um, we also have other results, uh, uh, hmm. Oh wow! So Asiko Falco won by a technical decision in a um, IBF middle middleweight uh, eliminator. <clears throat> An accidental headbutt opened a cut on Falco's forehead in the sixth round, and that he was unable to continue. The Falco scored a majority technical win by 56, 58, 56, 56, 58, and 58, 57. Um, over Patrick Volling. Uh, so so it's like he he really messed himself up with that uh that uh. So, you know he he's like coming off of twenty nine wins, and Volling is coming off of sixteen wins and one loss. But. Right on that next time. So we got uh the middleweight uh Janipke um Kanoliki. Uh he beats Hassan uh Nadem. Ooh. Uh yeah, he won he won over via uh the TKO. Uh, he just coming off of like eleven wins, seven knockouts. 
And uh, the Jazz coming off of uh, 38 wins and 36 and six losses. You got a. You got a Raymond Muratella. He's an unbeaten prospect. He took a. He took a really big stance in beating uh. Elijah Marajo. Uh, the fight came in a uh, a stoppage, in the fifth round. So you know, like you know, you know how these a lot of these fights go. Um, people ask why the like a lot of times uh, referee stop matches. Like somebody asked me, well, why did they think the ref stopped uh, Mayweather versus uh, McGregor fight? I said, look, dude, McGregor could not defend himself. He may have said he was good to go, but it's just like the Camille Alvarez versus C. Caleb Plant fight. He may have said he was good to go, but my man basically, basically never could defend himself. And so to protect the boxers from suffering like a really like brutal injury, they they stopped the fights. And that's exactly what happened here. So like they, they, a lot of times people get mad about the fights getting stopped, but it's like, dude, it had the same thing happen to Nigel Ben when he faced Chris Eubank. Like, yeah, he was good. He probably could have still kept fighting, but it's like, bro, you couldn't even see. My man, close your eyes. Like, like it just, all he had to do, kept doing was just teeing off on your body. He's like, yeah, you had the heart of a warrior, but your body said, I can't go no more. That's all that happens. And they're, they're trying to protect you because, you know, what was it, last year and the year before, a lot of, like, fighters were dying in the ring. I think it was, like, three, four fighters, and there's, like, a couple of them that suffered, like, severe, like, um, brain damage. So it's like, nah. So it's like, nah, like, uh, I understand why they're stopping the fight. So you, they disrespect the fact, you know, a lot of people, uh, um, are trying to protect your life. Like I know Sean Porter was upset that, you know, he, he, his fight got stopped, but you know, his father looking out for his best interest, man. He's not trying to lose his son to like ain't to getting like killed in the ring, man. He, his dad threw with a damn towel. You, if you know what that reference is from, you know. But that's all I gotta say about that. So that's it for this week of sports news. Um, because I gotta get get some stuff together because I gotta head over to you know the family's house. You know, celebrate Thanksgiving. So if you celebrate, that's cool. If you don't, that's that's also cool with you either. Um. So, best of luck to all of y'all, and enjoy the rest of y'all day. Uh, so, y'all know what to do. Like and share the content. Rate it five stars wherever you view it. Uh, make sure to follow me. With, that way you know when I do drop my episodes. And I will catch y'all next time. Thank you.